the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free Business 1440 app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Officials are stepping up safety protocols at the White House after two staffers tested positive for COVID-19. Vice President Pence's press secretary has the coronavirus, making her the second person who works at the White House complex known to test positive for the virus this week. President Trump says Katie Miller tested negative on Thursday, but positive on Friday. The tests are perfect, but something can happen between a test where it's good and then something happens. Katie Miller is married to Stephen Miller, who is a top Trump advisor. The chief of staff says the White House is safe, but they're stepping up mitigation efforts. Greg Clugston, Washington. The U.S. unemployment rate hit 14.7 percent in April. That's the highest rate since the Great Depression. Some 20.5 million jobs vanished in the worst monthly job loss on record. On Wall Street, the Dow was up 455 points. This is SRN. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. My business is the only free service of its kind where homeowners can receive three separate bids on any brand of roofing, siding, and windows from three local contractors after only one short meeting with me. Well, did you know that free short meeting can also happen over the phone? Over the years, I've had many customers take advantage of my virtual appointments. You know, I've got this down. Customers simply send me a few pictures, and we discuss the best options to fit their budget needs over the phone. I can get all the measurements I need online with today's satellite programs, and voila! You receive accurate install quotes via email a few days later, same as my popular in-person process. This is great for busy people, and it's being used even more with today's health concerns. It's the best way to receive three competitive bids on the top brands of window siding and roofing with zero salespeople trouncing through your home. I work hard to find you the best prices and quality. So set up your virtual appointment today with me, Ryan, at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I want every American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. Basically the worst parts of the Bible. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. States are competing against states. Shameful. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Shut it down. Screw your P&L. America will pay you more not to work than work. This is a wartime issue and a wartime mobilization is what's needed. It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. This is the time for all Americans to come together and do our part. We had the greatest economy in the world. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country. I think in the end we'll be stronger for it. When will then be now? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Second hour live. Nothing broke yet. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. So far, 651-289-4477, the number to call. The lines are open and they work, which is great. Give us a give us a ring. We're talking about the jobs report. We just spent a whole hour just talking about them. We played a we played the initial reaction of President Trump. And this and this helps me set up to the second hour of the show today to think about what kind of uh, messaging they has gone on and what's actually inside this. Um Larry Kudlow, who I, I remind people from time to time, we used to be competitors. The Kudlow's, uh, Kudlow's uh, program in the Twin Cities played at the same time this show co- is live on Saturdays 9 to 11 here on Business 1440. And, I, um, and, and, so, and I say this, I would finish the show here and I would grab the podcast of what Larry had had to say and wanted to know what he was saying while I was talking about what I was talking about. And um, sometimes it was like, well, that was, that was a pretty good topic. I was happy to hear it. And other times, I, uh, you know, I don't think Larry bats a thousand, but I think he's pretty good. Currently works, of course, for the for the Trump administration. Uh, on Varney and Company, a little later uh, yesterday, Friday morning, on uh, on Fox Business. Uh, has this say? Play the first cut of Cudlow. Uh, well, I don't know if it's as bad as it gets to. I, I don't think this pandemic contraction has yet fully run its course. Uh, today's figures, uh, 20 million. Actually, the households were down 22 million. This is a number that's full of heartbreak. Yep. It's a number that's full of hardship. Uh, we have, President Trump has done everything he can to provide a rescue cushion for what we knew what was happening because of the virus. We had to shut down. That was the strategy. I think the numbers on the shutdown are really improving now. The virus numbers are flattening out. We're going to move into the reopening stage. But there's no question, this is a number full of heartbreak and hardship. There's no way to get around it. And Stu, to be honest, my model's no better than anybody else's model. Regarding the next month or two, which are really going to transition into a reopening of the economy, um, who's to say the numbers will not get worse? Wow. He works for the, for the White House. And so, first of all, heartbreak and hardship were clearly words that had been developed. Now, I don't know if you've 
I, I imagine most of us have not spent time in a meeting where where you're in, in politics where you are an elected official or you are a campaign you're campaigning for an office and you sat with a team to go over how are you going to be appear in the press of what you're going to say okay okay Larry Kudlow didn't just roll out of bed and on and out in front of the White House and pick up a mic and start talking to uh, to Stu Varney. Yeah, right. He he went into an office prepared with a group of people and, and came out of that. So those words were prepared, okay, which is very much unlike what we hear from the president, who who clearly says what he wants to say. I mean, I, I don't mean this insulting. It's just everything with him is sort of in the moment, at the moment, kind of off the top of his head. Indeed, I tell you what, I'm going to play it. Let's play the Let's play that Trump afternoon clip, the one we stopped stopped uh, earlier on, uh, uh, Wyatt. Let's go ahead and play that entire clip now, please. This is this is the president. We heard him in the morning. Now this is about six hours later. Let's play that clip. The, uh, it's a great term. It just came out at this meeting. True, <laughs> it came out by accident. It was a statement, and it came out, and you can't get a better one. We can go to Madison Avenue and get the best, the greatest geniuses in the world to come up with a slogan. But that's the slogan we're going to use, transition to greatness. There you go. Transition to greatness, right? So from hard, hardship and heartbreak, transition to greatness. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the model they have, right? Uh, and, and, and so recognizing this is really bad right now, but things are really going to get better. It's belief in the V. I have had, including, and we should almost get him back on the air too. I haven't heard from him in some time, but, um, but, uh, uh, my, my friend Vern McKinley, uh, author of, uh, Borrowed Time, co-author of Borrowed Time with James Freeman from the Wall Street Journal, um, asked me a question about, is it, Okay, it, is a recession of four to five months sustained enough for NBER to call it a recession? And that's what this is all, all about. The people who believe that this is a true V-shape, which Cudlow kind of downplayed that. Did you hear, right? The, wor- the worst might be yet to come, right? March was bad. In March, again, recessions are dated in months, not in quarters. And so it seems... Painfully obvious, even though it will be months before the NBER does the official date. It strikes me as painfully obvious that the recession starts in March, because that's when the shutdowns happen. That's when you get the first, the first real increase in the unemployment rate. You get the first real decrease, and in, 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 in all of the indicators go negative, right? All, all, I, I'm pretty comfortable with that. I think at least three of the four. I'm going to hedge on disposable on disposable income because um, I'm not pos- I'm not positive that one was negative at that time. But that one, but all of them, I believe, all the coincident indicators which they use, I believe, all go negative in March. So count out: March, April, May, June is four, July is five, August is six. All right. We've had a six-month, we've had a six-month recession before, back in 1980. All right, and so transition to greatness 
that language sort of says, well, yeah, it, it, it could happen. But I think you need to hear a lot of the other data that's out there. So we've done the payroll survey and so forth. The services ISM index, this is this is the this is the number that is that actually beat the expectation, but it was a it beat the expectation for the wrong reason. Remember, I said in the last hour I did this intentionally because uh, this this is part of, part of the issue. One of the ways in which we measure um, one of the ways in which we measure the strength of an economy is that when an economy is really booming. You have trouble getting supplies because the, the producers can't get the, the goods out the door and delivered to you fast enough. Things end up on back order, right? Look at what's happened now, right? We've had masks on back order. Some of us still keep, you, okay, you still can't get boxes, you can't get tubs of Clorox wipes, right? Or Lysol wipes. Those, those are on back order. But they're on back order for a bad reason. They don't indicate a booming economy. They indicate any, they indicate a public which is which is trying like heck to clean everything in sight to help themselves not get sick. Okay, um, so reported that was up to a record high in the in the April ISM services index. That indicates that the supply problems are compounding with the health problems. So we actually have two problems to work out. I think the supply chain problems will work themselves out as long as we don't get regulations in the way. And I, you know, I've 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 been on that horse plenty of times. If you're a regular listener here to the King Banyan Show, you know that I think regulation gets in the way of a lot of stuff. And 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 deliveries would be would be part of that. Mandatory downtime for truck drivers, for example. All right. At this particular moment, do you, could we could we make an allowance to have the trucks on the roads longer? You know, oh, the trucks are not safe. They're not safe to be on the roads. Guess what? We're not supposed to be on the roads anyway. We're supposed we're supposed to be restricting our travel. Let the truck drivers go. Keep those roads wide open. Let them come. And if you're telling somebody, well, you've been driving for twelve hours, so you now need to be off the road for twelve. It's like you could probably you could probably nudge that up. To 14 hours or 16 hours, and get goods to get goods to the marketplace facts faster. Even the wipes, although that's actually an issue with the, with how it's hard to make wipes. It turns out <laughs> I've been re- I've been reading stories about what does it take to make make a disinfecting wipe. It's not. It turns out it's not easy, and it's hard. It's hard for other people to get into the business as opposed to making hand sanitizer, which turns out you know what's you know who's really great at making hand sanitizers. Beer companies, all those craft brewers, if you could cut them loose and let them make, make hand sanitizer, they could be in that business. And indeed they are. And, and guess what? The hand sanitizer shortage that we were all, all complaining about six weeks ago, I don't hear it much anymore. Toilet paper, kind of coming around. Disinfecting wipes, I think that gets solved. But my point is there's two problems. It means that the economy is going to be decreasing a fair amount for a fair amount longer. Here's a couple, I mean, the other places where, the, so that's the other piece that I look at and say things are not ter- going well. The other point I would, I would keep your eye on, initial claims has been coming down each week after that first spike of about five and a half million on, uh, on, the, on the first week in March. It stepped down a little bit each week, 3.17 this week. 
down from 3.84 the week before. Um, but the number to watch there is continuing claims. We don't typically watch that. Continuing claims is always delayed one week. Continuing claims for unemployment insurance is now at 22.65 million. And remember, not everybody who's in the unemployed numbers that we just that we just talked about in the last hour get unemployment insurance. So that number is even probably uh, an, a statement that's a little bit off. Short answer: Do, do I think there's going to be? Do I think there's a? Do I think there's in fact going to be a significant rebound, a transition to greatness? Well. The greatness part is just advertising. Will there be a transition? Yes. Will it happen in June, July, August, or September? I don't, I don't know the timing of this. But there's two issues going on. One, a slump in demand because people are not actually wanting to go into stores and engage in commerce because the businesses haven't figured out how to tell them it's safe yet. On the one hand. And on the other hand, you still have supply chain issues that are out there. Uh, and, and they're really significant. And when those when those supply chain issues turn those supply chain issues, I I'm confident they'll turn around faster, but I recognize that could be wrong. That's part of the that's part, that's a potential source of error in any forecast we make. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Whoa! Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to Harry's.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's Harry's.com code 3388. Enjoy. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked, endless worrying about college, cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Minnesota's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. 
This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. There's always a moment of truth where it's either put up or shut up. We were yelling our hearts out. Even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continue to push. I don't know where the pain went to, but all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. PFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. Welcome back, King Daniel Show Business, 1440. It's, uh, it's quite the day. Uh, I'm here, and while I'm here, I got my uh, Instacart shoppers out at a store bringing goods uh, to my to my wife after, uh, uh, to, okay, and um, we're, we're actually having a conversation about frozen pizzas because, you know what? It's safer to have a frozen one than have someone bring it to your house. I'm 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 calling it just like that. I, I've been feel, that's why that's why we felt about it. And for, there are good frozen pizzas out there, I would say. Although although I see people ordering in dry ice Chicago deep dish pizzas, and I think yeah, those are too fattening for me. But boy, isn't it a great world? <laughs> isn't it a great world where 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 you can have that? Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call questions or comments. So, so just to sort of put a bow on the uh, on the jobs reports, uh, uh, Mohammed Al Arian uh, from Allianz uh, uh, Bank uh, was on uh, was on Bloomberg, I believe. I believe it's from Bloomberg uh, on uh, yesterday after the jobs report came out. Uh, he had this to say about the jobs report. Let's play him. My initial reaction was exactly the same as yours and that of Mike McKee. This is a very, very grim picture, and it only partially captures the real pain and suffering that is out there. And you need only go out to food banks to see it play out um, every single day. I think, John, in terms of the analytics of what we saw, um, as bad as the numbers are, and they are very bad and historic, as you have been saying um, this morning, they actually understate how bad the situation is. They lag. As Mike pointed out, if you go to the U6, the more comprehensive picture of unemployment, um, it is much worse in terms of levels and change than, than the one that's reported widely. If you look at who's getting hit the hardest, is it the people that can least afford it? Right. So and I, I, what I would tell I disagree somewhat with the use of the U6 rate, okay? Again, it's never been the yardstick. If you decide, if the government decides, if we all decide U6 is the yardstick, then, then that's the yardstick we'll use. Um, and and, and that's, all, that's all well and good. But um, I will say it, it can't be, you, you, so you can't change that. But you, you heard him say that this marketplace right now is 
in fact, still, uh, the market is still acting. I mean, again, as my wife said, how could the stock market go up yesterday after that? Um, And uh, and that's and and, but but that's but that's certainly the case is is what happened. Indeed, Art Cashin over on CNBC, who I, I was telling Wyatt before the show, I love Art Cashin. I love listening to him. Uh, uh, I used to make people. Tr- I used to make people turn up the TV on CNBC. I used to go to Bagel Shop and and he when he would come on, I'd make I'd have the volume turned up because I I thought you could learn a lot from that guy. Uh, he had this to say about the market's reaction to the jobs report. Let's play cashing, please. Well, I think the markets are uh, anticipating a far more rapid turnaround than. Uh, some of us old fogies are, you know, people are, uh, uh, at least the ones I talk to, experiencing a great deal of cabin fever. You saw that the uh, uh, loss of employment in the hospitality industry was heavy, and a lot of that has to do with uh, uh, bartenders and uh, uh, restaurant waiters and others. So people are uh, really fe- feeling the need to get out, and I think they're extrapolating that into what they think will be a V-shaped rebound. I don't believe that will happen. I think the the concern over liability and other things will cause both bars and restaurants and others to reconfigure their operation, maybe separate tables, maybe uh, not and do something that shows uh, two or three people deep at the bar. And uh, so I don't think the rebound will be quite as strong as the stock market seems to indicate it could be. And that's why I think we're we're fighting some resistance here. As you know, you see my pre-opening comments. I said the uh, uh, Dow would get up to uh, uh, fight at the 24-250 level and the S&P at uh, 29.50, and we seem to be fighting right there. So I think the market's a little ahead of itself. Which is a forecast for something less than for something less than the sharp V. Um, in the meantime, Larry Kudlow also uh, trying to do trying trying to uh, think about where we're going. He, again, the person who said heartbreak and uh, and hardship uh, also had this to say on with Stu Varney on uh, Fox Business uh, yesterday. Play the second cut, please, Wyatt. I believe Stu, right now we are. We have begun the reopening phase. Uh, The president has put out the guidelines uh, from the federal level. Uh, Our health care experts, the president's been meeting with governors. I've been in a couple of these Oval Office meetings with governors. Uh, Yesterday, Governor Abbott of Texas uh, outlined his reopening plan. We're seeing quite a lot of that now. It's a great thing. So I think we are in the reopening stage, and I think it will phase in uh, in May and probably spill over into June. And I think in the first instance, the um, you know economic and jobs numbers are going to continue to uh, deteriorate. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, again, I come back, I think you and I spoke about this uh, perhaps last week. Uh, if you take a look at what the Congressional Budget Office is saying and what most private forecasters are saying, you see a very significant, uh, perhaps calling it a transitional rebound in the third and fourth quarters. I mean, very significant growth rates coming off of the low and difficult base. So that, that, 
And so, there, I mean, there is a debate right now, right? How fast does this rebound happen? I believe it doesn't happen ter- terribly fast. I was, at, I was in the V camp six weeks ago. Uh, my, but my base forecast at this moment is, is that this recession lasts into, the, that we will declare a recession sometime in the summer. NBER will, will come to its census and go ahead and put it there. Um, so we'll, we'll put the number up. Um, I think the disruptions will be, will be significant. Okay. And when I do that, I do that by having in my head a model, right? And I want to take some time to talk about this today because models are, uh, for lack of a better word, a construct by which I try to think about the various influences of both the disease and humans' reaction to the disease. And because my training, in case you're new to the show, my, my background is I have a PhD in economics, but my dissertation included the words political economy of inflation. I have always been a, a, an econ, economist that studies politics through the school of public choice theory. Um, I spent a lot of time reading and studying with people who worked with uh, with James Buchanan, for example, in the in the school that at that time uh, was at Virginia Tech. It had moved, I already moved there from the University of Virginia. That's now at George Mason. So my attachment to to people who call themselves uh, to the Masonomics school, uh, like Tyler Cowen or uh, uh, Robin Hanson or or, or uh, I'm, gonna, I'm blanking on a bunch of names right now. Alex Tabarak, uh, Brian Kaplan. Uh, I, I've been very interested in their work for quite some time, and they've branched out somewhat, but they're all kind of in that model. I'm just of an older generation than some of those guys. Uh, but, but the way I think about models, in fact, is um, the way I think about models is as a way to, to try to keep in mind as a consistency check how it is we how it is that various influences work through the system i teach my students here at st cloud state that basically economics involves a fair amount of accounting we teach our students you know in our principles of macro class i spend i spend a day and a half doing national income and product counts i have a lot of my colleagues who say boy that's boring and i say yes but if you're trying to get them to understand the the, the workings of a model Models are frequently a way of, of doing a consistency check on how you think about how the world works. I don't think it's consistent to say the shutdowns are causing irreparable damage to the economy on the one hand, and then on the other hand say, we're going to have a transition to greatness and everything's going to go swimmingly and so forth. Now, the statements, I, I discount the statements by President Trump because... He's a politician working in a political in a political sphere in an election year. Okay, so I have to I have to filter everything he's saying through the fact that he's really not thinking about much other than than November. And I don't mean that as an insult. It's what a politician does. Makes him no different than any other politician. Okay, but as I listen to Cudlow and Cashin, who I believe have been on the same show a number of times, and they're they they probably have sparked it up a couple of times in those conversations. Those are just simply two different views of of where we go over the next the next six months. I want to talk with you more about models 
right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I can't say nothing, nothing. Shut up, shut up. Don't want to open my mouth. Has humor and freedom of speech been smothered to the point of no return? From the creators of No Safe Spaces comes the Facebook Live event, Not Allowed to Laugh, Free Speech, and the Death of Comedy, hosted by Eric Metaxas, with the stars of No Safe Spaces, Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager, with special guests, comedian Kareth Foster, Wednesday, May 13th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, a lively hour-long conversation about the state of comedy and free speech today, and the challenges of making the movie No Safe Spaces. To be a part of this event, please Please follow No Safe Spaces on Facebook. Questions for Eric, Dennis, and Adam can be asked on Facebook using hashtag No Safe Spaces. Don't miss Not Allowed to Laugh, Free Speech, and the Death of Comedy. May 13th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the No Safe Spaces Facebook page. A safe space for laughter and free speech. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com, and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Attention, hardworking Americans that pay too much in taxes. How would you like to get an extra $5,000 back from your prior year's tax returns? Family Tax will take your filed tax returns for the last three years and analyze them. We are experts at finding hidden credits and deductions other tax companies miss. Even if you've already filed, it's never too late. We guarantee that the IRS will send you back at least $5,000 or our services are free. If you get a paycheck, from your job. You make at least $30,000 a year. Call right now and learn how you can get an extra $5,000 back from the IRS from your past three years of tax returns. Make this guaranteed free call now. 800-250-4079. 800-250-4079. That's 800-250-4079. Welcome back, King Gang, the show, Business 1440. Ah, lovely. Don't you wait for the the downbeat there? 651-289-4477, King Gang, the show, Business 1440. Thank you for listening today. We are live, 651-289-4477, unless you hear the... Unless you hear the uh, this show is pre-recorded, which you would if you were listening to us on Sunday. Otherwise, 
You can always find us uh, find the podcast of this show at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. dot com. Um, we are we are indeed we are indeed live for the first time. Gosh, Wyatt, how long? Two months? I believe it'd be yeah four or five weeks now since we last went live. Yeah, I think so, and it's been and and, and it feels like forever. So so happy to be back. And we'll have we'll have some guests with you here uh, 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 shortly. Um, okay, so let me um, let me set let me set up for you what I'm trying trying to explain. Most people uh, in the in most people uh, when they everybody uses a model. You have a model for your your drive to work. You know where you know where the, the red lights are, you know how busy it can be, you have a model that says the time it's going to take me to go to work is a function of the time of day I choose to go to work because roads are busier some days versus other days, certain times of the day are busier than other times of the day, and so forth. So my point is, whenever humans act, they have a model in their head. The role of a social scientist as opposed to a natural scientist, so I'm going to differentiate between what people in biology or in physics do versus what people in social sciences like psychologists or economists or even political scientists and sociologists, although they do this less than I think. Psychology is the closest thing to economics, I have to say, in, in this way. We have a model of how humans behave. All right? So you should now have, I'm going to double check, um... Uh, here we go. Um, I just put up on Twitter a couple minutes ago uh, a link to a piece by John Cochran. He's a professor uh, with the Hoover Institution, teaches at the Booth School at the University of Chicago. Um, I think he's actually moved full-time now to Stanford from, from, uh, from Chicago uh, at any rate. Uh, has a couple podcasts now, Goodfellows and uh, his own The Grumpy Economist podcast, his blog, the Grumpy Economist. I read everything that guy writes. I think he's. I think he's one of the one of the very most very insightful, most insightful people in my field uh, today. Um, uh, so um, I would. I, I. So he put up a model, and and here's and, and trying to understand. Epidemiological models. We've seen them. These are the SIR models or SEIR models. And I'm going to actually ask. Uh, I'm going to actually ask next week if he's available to whether or not uh, Professor John Spry, who's come on and talked with you about these models in the past, would come back and talk about how to put human behavior into an epidemiological model. Because to me, the biggest problem with the models that we've had. Okay, the Washington model, the Oxford model, the Texas, the Minnesota model, all of them are being built by people who, and I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm selling my book, right? I'm, I'm biased on this. Those models are being created by people who do not have a significant background in economics, or in psychology, or even in, in a social science more generally. Not all of them. There is a health economist or two that works on the Minnesota model. I know that for a fact. All right. So if someone thinks, well, you just you just dis so and so, I'm not dissing them. I'm saying the models they're using though 
are not being used are not being used in a way that I would recognize as being sensitive to human behavior. Right? Because they're very mechanical. And we saw that when these numbers came out that all of a sudden said, well, the forecast that said we're going to have 60,000 deaths now says we're going to have 100,000 deaths or so on. Because, because they have built in switches into their model depending on whether or not you have this social distancing or that social distancing. And they are, and they are done in an ad hoc way using a categorical variable. By, by categorical variable, to give you an example, I might have a model of how someone receives wages and I want to test whether women are discriminated against versus men. I'll create, a, I'll create a model in which there is a variable that is equal to one if it's a male or, or, and zero if it's female. Or vice versa, I can do either one. And then I'll look at the estimate from that model to see if that, see if that behavior is there. So that's what they're using. They're using these switching models. What... What was done, and John's expanded, John Cochran has expanded on a model that was done by Chad Jones and a colleague. I, I've read a lot of things that Chad has written. Uh, I do not know Jesus Fernandez Villaverde. Uh, but they've taken the model that the epidemiologists use and tried to put just a little bit of human behavior into it. Um, the human behavior is, I wake up in the morning, I open my newspaper, or I turn on my TV, or I pop on my podcast, and somebody is telling me somewhere that there are a bunch of people infected with COVID. Now, there are no laws put in place. There's just me hearing the news, right? If I'm smart enough to change when I leave for work, depending on what the traffic's like and, and the time I need to be in my office... I'm probably also smart enough to change my behavior in reaction to what's being portrayed as a virus that could be deadly, particularly for a guy like me who's over 60. I'm likely to change my behavior as a result of that. I'm likely to start doing things. We had signs up asking for social distancing in our office on the 1st of March. We had wipes and and hand sanitizers in every office around here at the same time. Two weeks before we were told, told to close the campus. We didn't need the governor to tell us. We didn't need the chancellor to tell us. We were just ready. So I'm not going to walk you through their model. And, and John tries to, to put parameters on the model, which basically means he tries to put what he thinks are plausible estimates on what he sees as the underlying behavioral relationships. And it's a gross oversimplification. Right? And if you're trying to use that model for, if you're trying to use that model to actually predict the number of people who are going to die from the virus on July 1, I'd say, I don't think that's a great use of your time. What I do think is a good use of your time is to create a model like this to sort of to, to answer this question. And this is the question that I think models can answer for you. What would have been the Okay, because there, this is where I, I have a disagreement with the SIR models that, that Washington, Minnesota, Texas, Oxford, and all the others have been put out. And there, there, there's, a, there's a ton of these models. 
everyone's become an epidemiologist. The question I would say is, is how could we make smarter and better the assumption of what happens regarding humans' interaction rate with other humans? Because that's really what's, what's at, at, at risk here. We know it's infectious, and that's actually just a function of, of the nature of the virus. That's not human. We don't need a social scientist to tell us that. We need a biologist to tell us that. We need a virologist to tell us that. But how humans react to news they hear on, hear on the radio or see on the TV or read in a newspaper, you need a social scientist to tell you that. And the models they have don't pick that up, and that's the value of the Jones and Fernandez Villaverde model and, and what John's put up, John Cochran's put up here, and, and try to just sketch out what, it might, what that might look like. What, what that change might, might look like. And so a, an SIR model, a model which models behavior, I don't know that it has much more helpfulness. And if you're asking the model to solve the problem of, tell me how many people are going to be dead on August 1, I don't know that the model that's been given is any better at this than the models that they're giving you. I think it's better. But I really don't know that I can prove that. And so I want to be really modest about what we might say, what, what we would say about that. What I will say is, if I want to look at, at plausible parameters for behavior relative to the, to the, forgive me, this will sound insulting, the ad hoc assumption about what happens to social spreading from government regulations lockdown orders, I think the model could really help you with that. It doesn't take a whole lot of change in endogenizing the behavior of humans to the news to get a very similar effect to what the Minnesota and, 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 and Washington models and the, and the other models are saying are the result of the lockdowns. In other words, people can choose for themselves and will choose for themselves. And it's why I think the recession actually will last a little bit longer is because, because if you buy this particular model, one of the outcomes of that has to be that the decision to end, to end government lockdowns will not change behavior. We've already seen the pictures of places in Georgia and South Carolina and so forth where they've opened the malls and nobody's come. Right? A few people are there, but not a lot. Okay, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Eric Metaxas here. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family, and one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. But what's there to watch? Well, I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary that explores convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? 
and the results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at Home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, and Graham Lotz, and me, yours truly, will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in the series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Smart Speakers. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Right, Team Daniel Show. This is 1440. Now, not many people know this, but uh, uh, we get, we had a caller on the line at 651-289-4477. It's my my good friend Kim Crockett, not just uh, not just uh, a, a, a scholar and a lawyer, but also uh, a, a apparently quite the singer. We we're definitely going to do karaoke night one of these nights. <laughs> Well, that was that was quite the interesting entrance there, Ms. Crockett. <laughs> well, thank I'm you for the I'm inviting you to go sing with me. Yeah, I'm inviting yeah you to come let's sing do it. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll so try let's to do that. I'll try so, to sing Cloud. Yeah. Well, I we can we can do a halfway thing. We can make we can make this work. Um. So so you you said you had a question. Uh. And and uh, I I'm, do I'm interested in that, but. Okay, so let's get your question first, and then, and then, but in the process of that, give me a, give me a sort of a, how are you? How are things going for you? Oh, things are good. I, I feel really blessed actually throughout all of this. Um, 
the people in my immediate circles are healthy and and employed. Um, my the the, the uh, priest at my church did get sick with uh, what, what my son calls Fluhan Wu with COVID. Fluhan Wu. Uh, he has okay. yeah Fluhan Wu. He recovered beautifully, and in fact, I'm sitting in the parking lot of the church this morning because we're doing communion bags on Saturday, where we, hand, you know, they've been blessed, ready to go, and That's our good. parishioners can drive through and pick up a a bag with uh, <clears throat> with with their communion elements, and then we do our online services on Sunday. I'm at a Anglican church called Church of the Cross in Hopkins. Um, so, uh, you, you accompanied me this morning as I was, uh, running through Costco, uh, picking up, picking up a few things and, and I was sitting in the parking lot here at church, uh, listening to your discussion on modeling. And I have a question for you that I think a lot of Americans might have, and you're the smart guy who can explain it to me. Um. When you talk about modeling, it occurs to me that if you put garbage in, in terms of data, you get garbage out, right? Yes. And it's not just the assumptions. You know, you and I know from our pension work that assumptions can uh, totally warp an outcome uh, in a model. Uh, But what about the data itself? Uh, Let me give you, you know, numerator-denominator problem with, with debts. Uh, versus people who got, you know, got infected. What do we do about that uh, as citizens as we, we try to assess uh, these shutdown orders from our elected officials uh, and then uh, going, back, uh, going back full scale into work and things? Well, so I would say it's important to challenge the data, both the numerator and denominator. I mean, it's... We, we're not sure, how, how, you know, you, you might have heard me during the first hour, Kim, talk about the fact that, that you know, we, we say unemployment was worse during the, the Great Depression than it, than it is at, at present, but we don't actually know that because it wasn't really measured in the same way pre-World War II, right. so we're making an assumption about that. So we don't know, we don't know about the unemployment rate, we don't know, because we don't know the numerator, we don't know how we count the number of people unemployed, and we don't know how many people were actually in the labor force at that time. So we don't know either of those numbers. Likewise, uh, how we decide who died of COVID is uh, debatable. Uh, and we don't know how many people who, who, were, who were asymptomatic, infected, and, and just had, showed no symptoms. So we don't know the infection rate. We, we get glimpses of something like that. Uh, in fact, there was this interesting uh, piece that uh, uh, Scott Johnson over at Powerline posted uh, just a few hours ago. Uh, with a note from Worthington uh, at that meatpacking plant, where it looks like mm. they, it looks like they had uh, twelve hundred of the twenty seven hundred workers in that plant were infected, uh, but they only had uh, they only had twelve cases that ended up going to the hospital. Um, right. That implies some different that implies some different numbers. This goes all the way back to that 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 yacht or that that cruise liner uh, in Asia back in February. Right. Um, we right. don't know. We don't know what those numbers are. So what I what I tell people, Kim, is is model. If your goal is to somehow say we know X number of people are going to die, if you come out with that, I I call that false scientism. All right. You call that it what? Is, that, 
I call it I call it scientism, and I I, I put the word false in front mm-hmm. of it because it's not based on science. Right. Okay, because science requires you to actually accurately measure the data. Okay, Kim, right. I don't know about you. I had to do I had to do labs right when I was in college, and think about all the time we spent making sure that the test tubes were clean and we weighed everything so accurately. None of that is happening right, right now. So you right. call it uh, false science scientism, and I call it BS. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I, I, for I get BS. I get paid for making up I get paid for making up better words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so, one so, of the problems we have is an uneducated public that doesn't know. You and I have talked about this many times, and we talk about the numbers, you know, and pensions, or you know, name name another policy area, the number of uninsured or the number of unemployed, whatever. And now you have elected officials um, really empowering epidemiologists and their models to determine uh, winners and losers and, you know, whether we can uh, worship at our churches or interact with one another, relatives, be with, be with our grandparents if they're dying. You know, I mean, it's, just, it's crazy. And I yeah. think that the humbleness needs to be brought uh, to this. Uh, when the people I know are talking about the latest numbers, I always caution them that we don't really know because our data, the data that's, that we're relying on, let's, let's just use this as an example. <clears throat> you get paid more uh, as a hospital if you say it was a COVID-related death. And I think there's been some real mischief on the part of, uh, well, I, you know, public health say, officials. I, I, I... I, I don't necessarily know that I want, and I want to be careful about that. But it's certainly an incentive, and it gets in, it gets into the whole question why the data needs question. Hey, Kim, thank mm-hmm. you so much. We have to go. You, uh, thank I you for calling too. us. I got to hand out communion bags. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to a live show. We'll talk to you next week here, King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Minnesota in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. 
Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Your safety is of the utmost importance to the Invergrove Hyundai family. They want you to know that you can shop their entire inventory online at InvergroveHyundai.com. And if you're in need of a new Hyundai right now, it's a great time to buy. All Hyundai Elantras and Hyundai Tucsons come with 0% financing for 84 months. You'll find over 500 vehicles to choose from, and Invergrove Hyundai's internet managers will answer any of your questions. You can do all the paperwork online as well. Even though their sales and service department is open for business, Invergrove Hyundai will deliver the vehicle to your home for your test drive and, of course, after your purchase is completed. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. The world as we know it may have changed, but the incredible customer service that you'll receive at Invergrove Hyundai has not. Stay safe, and when you're ready, visit them online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. 